Thanks for listening to Clem FM. Now that you've accepted my thanks, you're honor bound to listen all the way through. You have my sincerest apologies. This episode is titled, Oops, You're a Cannibal, or How I Got a Man to Eat Another Man. I can't believe you fell for it. This has got to be the single best prank I've ever managed to pull off. There were moments when I thought my cover was blown, that you might have been onto me, but it's clear now that you had no idea what I was up to. And believe me, I was up to something, though I tried to keep my nervous laughter and expectant hand wringing to a minimum. And now for the big reveal. That delicious food you just ate wasn't delicious food at all, it was human flesh which makes you a cannibal. Gotcha. Your hilariously horrified expression right now seems to imply that I too must be a cannibal. Well, I'm sorry to break it to you, but you're the only cannibal around these parts, pal. While you were eating a burger made of flesh straight off the bone of a man, I was enjoying one made from a victimless vegan substitute, which I must say was both delicious and entirely guilt-free. What was it called? It had a clever name, like Fagin. Was it Veet? No, it was veal. A not entirely inspiring portmanteau of vegan and meal, I suppose. Well, yes, I did cook both burgers in the same fry pan to save on the washing up, so I guess some of the human juice may have commingled with the succulent juices of my own harmless burger patty. But that is a small price to pay when compared to the look on your face right now. You're probably wondering why I, a relative stranger, invited you to this well-appointed motel room for a fluorescent tube-lit dinner in the first place. Frankly, I was shocked, as you must be right now, that you accepted, even after I told you that sob story about my wife's passing and not wanting the anniversary burgers I had in the mini-fridge to go to waste. Anniversary burgers indeed. It was all a ploy to get someone I don't really know or give two shits about to eat the flesh of another person, which you did just now. And let me tell you, it was well worth the bald-faced, white lie I was forced to tell. I'm honestly surprised you didn't work out my machinations beforehand. There were signposts had you been paying attention. That foot you may have glimpsed in the mini-fridge isn't a fake one at all, but the genuine article. And how I kept offering you fava beans whilst making those gross sucking sounds with my tongue should have been another dead giveaway. The bottle of Chianti, however, was just a happy coincidence. It was the cheapest wine the thirsty camel had to offer. Cannibals have been portrayed as monstrous villains in media. And I think that this condemnation is entirely accurate. You cannibals really are dreadful people. But for a little perspective, some isolated tribes still practice the eating of human flesh. Maybe you could go live in one of these remote communities to achieve a level of normalcy that your life might be lacking in now that you've walked right into committing a crime against nature. But before you pack your bags, I'd suggest researching the tribe first to find out their culinary dislikes, which you can use to stop them from licking their lips at the very sight of you. There's probably a flavour or fragrance that they really can't stand. Maybe take some allspice and some old spice along with you, as cannibal repellent. When we start running out of valuable resources, cannibalism might become a viable option. 
but the people we plan on eating will have to go on a strict grass and grain only diet, have additional stomachs implanted to aid their digestion, and be cool with roaming around a field naked and aimless. I've long been fascinated by the idea of cannibalism, ever since I saw a bird eating another bird, then a monkey eating that bird, then me eating that monkey. At that point, I thought, what about a man eating a man? Now that I haven't seen. Until tonight, that is. What's there to get upset about? I bet we've all been fed the meat of a person at one time or another. Why, I could have easily mixed up the plates and been the one horrifically tricked into eating your new favourite meal. But thankfully, I created a mnemonic device to avoid such a disaster. Purple plate for the people eater. As the Bessemer picnic set we're using is entirely uniform, I had to memorise which of the matching melamine plates I had designated as purple. Now which one was it? Shit. Anyway, I'm 100% pretty sure that that plate in front of you had a piece of man on it, people eater. As you hunch over the sink heaving and retching, I can see you're wondering why on earth I would have done this, and to you of all people. I can't answer that in any way I feel comfortable with. I mean, I barely know you. And this seems like something I'd only really want to divulge to a person I trust, and didn't just feed human flesh to. Well, it looks like you've vomited up most of the man you ate. I'd appreciate it if you could scoop his semi-digested remains out of the sink and into the bin, or at least mash what's left of him down the drain. I'm sorry I don't have any more food to offer you. I was going to make a jelly-like dessert out of one of his ruddy ass cheeks and keep the gag going for a bit, but rigor mortis had well and truly set in, and cooking men just didn't seem as fun anymore. That concludes the evening. Thanks so much for coming. We should do this again sometime. Maybe you could cook dinner for me. The one thing I will request is that you don't put any feces in my food as payback. I think that's going a little too far, don't you? Do you think that maybe we could make this a regular thing by pranking one another in different fun and light-hearted ways? I've got a bunch more ideas ready to go. Plus I had kind of already committed my second prank before the first came to fruition, when I put a serious amount of laxatives in your human patty. So prepare to get owned yet again by me in a short while. I was also going to balance a bucket of water on top of the door to splash down on you as a final gag on your way out, but I seem to have misplaced the bucket. Maybe I'll save that one for next time. Now all it's left for us to do is to dispose of the remains of the body I stole from the morgue. Do you think that maybe you could eat the rest of him for me? You're already a cannibal, and it'd really help me out a lot. I may have stolen his corpse, but you're the one who ate him. Theft and cannibalism aren't quite on the same level when it comes to jail time, and the courts have really cracked down on your kind recently. Don't think you'll get away with an insanity plea either. Trust me, it hasn't worked any of the times I've tried it. Not even for parking tickets. Maybe there's a way we could just give the body back to the coroner, no questions asked. We could say that a gator stole him and made off with his leg, which is why it's missing. There might even be a reward in it for us. We'd have to get rid of the excess foot meat and bones to really make the story stick. Are you sure you don't want to take some of him home in a doggy bag for later? Mm. Now if you'll excuse me. I need to use the washroom. I don't think that veal burger agreed with me. It's the last time I'm eating fucking vegan food. I might be in there a while. Oh, son of a bitch! Who put that bucket of water up there? Did you put that up there? Oh, of all the dirty tricks. 
Now it looks like I pissed my pants. Which wouldn't be so bad, but I just shat myself. Listen, be a pal and go out to the car. See if the one-legged guy in the boot has any underwear on and bring them back for me. You'll have to undress him. For some reason he was wearing clothes in a lab coat when I found him late last night, and was sitting slumped at a desk instead of laying in one of those deep stainless steel fridges. He looked so peaceful, like he was only sleeping. But I made sure he was dead, by tapping him several times on the back of the head with a lead pipe. I heard the knocking and tracked it to a bare wall. The last thing I saw was a hand exploding through the plaster, and a dirty middle finger that I knew all too well. Then darkness, for I don't know how long. But with a gasp I was recalled to life. He looked down at me, smiled, and gave me a thumbs up. And I knew everything would be okay, despite all of the blood. (laughs) 